The Group, Session 18. Nova was thrilled to receive the news she had been accepted as full professor. She was expected to begin next semester after her predecessor retired. It would mean changing much of her life as there would be no time to continue her private work with such a large patient load. Nova had thought much about what she needed to do about continuing to facilitate the group therapy each Tuesday evening. She had begun discussing her position with colleagues, and in particular with a new therapist she had been introduced to, who had just now completed his own psychoanalytic training. He was a quiet man with an unassuming attitude. He wore his clothes loose and easy. He was younger than Nova by a few years, and had much yet to experience as he began his career. Although Yuri had little experience in private practice, he seemed to be a very suitable candidate for her to pursue if he were ready to begin part-time in her practice. He had a curious mind and a healthy respect for time and process. Nova held him in her mind as she continued to contemplate how she intended to move forward in her career. The buzzer sounded. The first of the group members had arrived. The group hung their coats up as usual and made their way to the circle of chairs to begin. Dolly was first to speak. I want you all to call me Anne, she announced directly. Nova expected Dolly's announcement as she had told her what she intended to say tonight in their private work together. Dolly looked around at everyone's surprised faces. Well, isn't anyone going to say something? Dolly asked them all. Paul looked at Dolly intently. I like your name, Anne. It suits you. The world holds millions of beautiful and strong women and girls named Anne. And now you have joined them, Paul said, sitting back in his chair as he noticed more about Anne's face, arms, legs, and her pose. He could see her. The ugly dolly was gone. Paul, why do you always sound like you're reading poetry? Tony asked warmly before turning to Anne. It's my pleasure to know you, Anne, Tony said openly. Wow, dolly, Helena said. You're really making the shift. That's great, dolly. Uh, I mean, Anne, she corrected. Trixie looked concerned as she looked about the group. Everyone seemed to be completely open and expected the name change was imminent. They didn't appear as shocked as she felt. Trixie shook her head. But what about Dolly? I can't just throw Dolly away, Trixie pleaded. 
Dolly helped me. Dolly challenged me. Dolly made me angry and sad and laugh. Dolly taught me things I didn't know. And now she's just gone? Just like that? Trixie looked about at everyone, then to Nova. I don't understand. What am I meant to do? I can't just forget about Dolly, Trixie exclaimed, feeling upset. The group remained silent as they felt Trixie's resistance to let go of what was. Nova nodded sympathetically. I wonder, Trixie, if you fear your expectations of who you knew as Dolly and all that she represented has just vanished right before your eyes, Nova asked. Trixie looked worried. Well, the real Dolly would have said something back to me by now, Trixie lamented. What do you expect Dolly would have said? Trixie looked to Anne, trying to ignite Dolly in her mind. Dolly would have said, Get over it. I'm still me. I shouldn't have to shout and scream anymore. You need to find me. I'm right in front of you. We're not here to play games. This isn't play school. Trixie called out loudly and curtly, as she thought Dolly would have. Trixie looked at Anne, almost hoping Dolly to return. And then she saw it. A smile began to creep across Anne's face. Ah, ha, ha, Anne laughed. That was the best Dolly impression I've ever heard, she cried out, then laughed again. Paul began to laugh, too, then Tony, Helena, Reginald, and finally Trixie. Nova looked about the room. They had all grown so much since first meeting with each other, nearly five months ago now. There was still much work to do for each of them, but now they had a safe place, a place to challenge, share, wonder, and ask for more. They could use their words more effectively and could sit with thoughts with greater interest to know more about what held them, what made them different, and more, who they are. The group continued their work together, exploring the decision Anne had made to free herself from the childhood insult she carried for so long. The rage she held because of it had clouded her life with a hurt so deep she could not contain it, so threw it out of her by controlling and bullying others. Hurt people hurt people, she discovered. They explored Reginald's fears about bringing his own family closer to him and how he had likely been practicing building greater courage for intimacy with another like Chloe, Cindy, and the group. It was time for him to take the risk with his family and give them the opportunity to be with him in a real way. Paul continued to work through his trauma in private sessions whilst experiencing what he was now calling the magic of trust in loving relationships. Paul loved them all. They felt like his family, a messy, noisy, colorful, imperfect family. Trixie could see the benefit of continuing to discover who she is without a mask. She recognized she loved Paul and his ability to survive all he did as a child. Although she was not yet brave enough to share, it was Paul's surviving childhood trauma that was her greatest attraction to him. 
Trixie was still striving to survive her own. Helena kept looking and seeing. It was not always pleasant, but it made sense of the wrinkles she saw, the deep furrowed brow lines. She discovered her stories hadn't left her. They had been held in her body by every bump, lump, and wrinkle. And when her husband died, the group held her when she had no strength left to find her own feet. Tony opened himself to more and now felt safe enough to end his relationship with Rick. He wanted to fall in love again, but this time he wanted to be present. Nova had wrestled with her deep conflict. There was so much she felt excited about with her professorial role, yet she would miss much of what she gained from the private work she held so valued. Nova sought counsel with her own therapist about what she couldn't or wouldn't let go of. She was not their mother. She had to let them grow and change and manage whatever comes next, together or without each other, but never without all that had went before. Thank you.